This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 717. To beat food cravings, get out of the present moment. Part two, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday, so if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 716. But if you're all caught up, let's get right to it and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. To Beat Food Cravings, Get Out of the Present Moment, Part 2, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. Get out of the present moment. When you confront cravings, the absolute best thing you can do is get out of the present moment. Why? First of all, the present moment is where those cravings live, and it's hard to make peace with something when you're actively battling it. Secondly, the key to short-circuiting cravings is to build a new habit. And if you put yourself in the same situations over and over again, think destined to fail, then all you're doing is reinforcing old and bad habits. You must short-circuit the loop of cravings. Physical strategies. I think that physical strategies are extremely effective in preventing most craving battles. Prevention is your most powerful tool. As I said before, the key is to get out of the loop and to sufficiently change the tone of the situation or simply distract yourself so that the cravings can pass. Not setting up the situation in the first place is even better. Mindfulness can come later. For now, focus on action. Here are some examples. Change your route to work so that you don't have to drive by or walk by the places that provide your go-to comfort foods. Or clean up your kitchen so that it is tidy and only fruits and vegetables are visible. Everything else, even foods that you perceive as healthy like nuts and cereals, should be put away or you can throw away any overtly junky food that you have lingering in your cabinets or in the refrigerator or freezer. If you frequently overeat at specific restaurants, stop going to those restaurants and find new favorites. You can also make sure that you are well-fed, eating every three to four hours, so that actual hunger does not play a role in the cravings game. Be sure to eat enough protein and fiber and drink enough water. Replace typical unnecessary snack items with other routines, like a walk, a trip to the gym, or an errand run. If you have a coworker who keeps candy out, start avoiding that desk or office and find another way to get around your workplace that doesn't involve frequent trips to your favorite cubicle. And know your weaknesses. If your kryptonite is vegetating during the afternoon energy slump or nighttime binging in front of your favorite show, then you need to replace those routines. Go for a walk in the afternoon or hit a gym class at night before watching a few episodes of your favorite TV show. Literally any change to your routine will help to short-circuit the behavior. I want to be clear that I'm not talking about actual hunger. You should always eat if you're truly hungry, especially if it's been three to four hours since your last meal. Remember, cravings can be set up and strengthened by hunger, but cravings are a desire for specific calorie-rich foods. If you're really hungry, pretty much anything will seem great. Mental Strategies This is more applicable in those unavoidable situations like weddings, birthday parties, dinner with friends, and special events. You can't avoid the situation. You're in the middle of it. You're at the restaurant. You're making your menu selection. The server is walking up to take your order. 
You know you should have the salmon and vegetables with a side salad, but the fried mozzarella balls and linguine with cream sauce seem more appealing. Here's why the present moment mindfulness model can fail you. If you pause and ask yourself, do I really want this right now? The internal answer could be a resounding yes. Everything in your biology and habit circuitry is screaming, leave the veggies, take the fried mozzarella balls, and pass the dessert menu too. In other words, listening to yourself is sometimes the worst thing you can do because you're not really listening to the best version of yourself. Instead, you're listening to caveman brain who wants to survive and is not sure if there's going to be food tomorrow. If you're not skilled at making nuanced food decisions, it's easy to just say, hey, I'm at a wedding or at a dinner with friends or at a business dinner or on a date or at a baby shower. Time for a treat. Instead, when you're in this situation and the server is walking up, Ask yourself three questions to get yourself into a broader perspective and out of the present moment. Question one, have I done this before and how did I feel then? It's helpful to remember past decisions. It only took ordering the seafood soup two times at a restaurant in Grand Central Station for me to remember that I never wanted to order it again because of how it made my stomach feel. I will truly never order it again but it did take two gut-wrenching walks uptown for me to put it together permanently. Question two, how will future me feel in about two hours? Project into the future. If you are working on health and fitness goals, do you want to leave the restaurant patting yourself on the back for great decisions, or do you want to be feeling regretful and wishing you had one less menu item? And question three, am I really going to miss out? This is crucial, because sometimes the answer is yes but sometimes. Here's one example. In Italy, my typical no pastry ban has always lifted because I do feel like I would be missing out. It's truly special. The cuisine is part of the experience. By contrast, if you have a wedding almost every weekend this summer, many of my clients do, that situation is not truly unique or special because of the cuisine. If you skip the pasta and have the fish and vegetables instead, you're probably not missing out on anything really spectacular because you're there for your friends, not for the food. Most of the time, you're not missing out. Learning to trust yourself. Eventually, if you exercise that dietary restraint muscle on a regular basis, you will eventually be able to trust yourself and operate on an intuitive eating level. Caveman brain will always be there, but your habits will be so secure from repetition that the muffled echo of, get the mozzarella balls, will be subservient to your operative routines. But it does take time, and nursing habits through their early stages into fully functioning, strong, self-regulating routines is an exercise in patience, consistency, and self-discipline. But remember, love your caveman brain. It's what allowed you to get here in the first place. But you don't need caveman brain anymore, and you can lovingly let it go, too. You just listened to part two of the post titled, To Beat Food Cravings? Get Out of the Present Moment by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I love when Rachel mentioned projecting the future. Think about the future, whether it's two hours from now, immediately after the meal, or even 10, 15, or 50 years down the line. What we're learning through research is that when we think about performing healthy behaviors and actually making that a habit today, we have to often think about ourselves in the future in order to make it happen. So what we realized is we as human beings have this bias where we think about exercising and eating right as tomorrow's problem or my future self's problem 
It's as if we see our future selves as strangers that we've never met before. And therefore, why should we care about this stranger that we've never met before? We fail to realize that that's just us in the future and that future us will be really angry at present us for not doing these healthy behaviors. So I agree with Rachel in that we have to get out of the present moment and imagine ourselves in the future. We have to think about what are we going to do right now that's gonna make us five minutes from now, two hours from now, feel our best. And that's not easy to do, but that's where I agree. Rachel's three questions are a great tactic to use because it forces you to think that way. Have I done this before and how did I feel then? How will future me feel in about two hours? And am I really gonna miss out by skipping this high fat, high sugar, high salt food? And so if we can just pause for a moment, ask ourselves those questions, think about our future selves, we'll probably make a better decision. All right, really quickly before I go, if you wanna be part of a group of like-minded people and interact with some of the hosts of our shows, join our Facebook group. You can find it by searching for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts on Facebook, or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. We do bonus book giveaways there and lots more. I thank you as always for being here and listening every day. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.